0: This is Daily Energy with Doug Pinter of Anytime Fitness Peoria. We can all take a step toward healthier living, one day at a time, one step at a time, to get you to a healthier place. And we're right here with you, Daily Energy. Morning,
1: everybody. This is Doug Pinter on Daily Energy, Anytime Fitness North Peoria. I got our go-to professional in-house, Jeff Bach. Jeff, how are you? Pretty good, Doug. Good morning.
0: (laughs) You have a smirk on your face over there. What's up? Doug, it's a it's a perma smirk. I was born this way. I was hoping you wouldn't notice, but you know, it happens. Well, in the picture you sent uh, to me of your son, he follows right in your footsteps, smiling right away. We were all hoping he'd take after his mother, but hopefully, that's the only bad habit he picks up from me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh boy. So how you been, buddy? Hey, pretty good, Doug. How about yourself?
1: Uh, Keeping really busy. Nice weather. We got. how was your fourth? What did you guys do? Did
0: you take uh, Benjamin down to the fireworks? Does he like them? What's up? You know, we did. We went to the uh, backyard barbecue at the Riverfront Museum. Uh, food was very good, everything was very well done. We had a great time. We decided uh, to play it safe, though, and get out of there before the fireworks because loud noises, babies, it didn't sound like the kind of thing that would go well together, you know, not like peanut butter and jelly, kind of the opposite. <laughs> Your wife made that call, not you. Right? Mostly, I mean, yeah. You're probably kicking and screaming oh.
1: all the way back to the car.
0: Me and the baby were both grabbing the doors and not letting go, but she's stronger than me, as you know, Doug. Yeah, yeah. You
1: you couldn't fight your way out no. of a wet paper bag most days. No, not at all. We're on fire this <laughs> not morning. Not a
0: chance. Oh, always. Uh,
1: Jake, how are you out there this morning? <laughs> we're looking forward to getting a text from you. Uh, hey, before we came on air, you mentioned something about the Critton Center, and uh, you guys
0: have uh, a function coming up. What's going on? Yeah, that's right, Doug. We have uh, Kids Day coming up on Saturday, July 23rd. That's going to be at the Levee District in East Peoria. There's a couple of uh, races involved in that. At 8 a.m., there's a 5K run-walk for adults and children. Uh, and then at 9 a.m., there's a 100-meter kids' dash for children. Uh, and then later on in the day, there's going to be all sorts of activities from 9 to 2. Dunk tank, bounce oh, house. Time out. Pause. Are you in the dunk tank? Doug, I mean that they would sell that out, you know. Well, there would be a line <laughs> out the door. I'm sorry, continue. I uh, no, I mean then then there's going to be some superhero photos, face paint, children's crafts, and your favorite, Doug, knockerball. Oh, well, that's one of that's many. true. Yeah. That's true. Where's okay, Levy District? Yeah. Where at? Uh, my understanding is that it's going to be in the uh, like the area around um, Costco, Chick fil A, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. And that is July 23rd. Yes. Starts up at? Uh, 8 a.m. for the run walk. And then 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. is the actual kids activities. Uh, and then there's going to be vendors and, and tables. And, and, you know, obviously all the proceeds will go to benefit the Crittenden Centers. Awesome. Uh, did you sign us both up for the 10-meter dash for uh, the adult side? 100 meter. Uh, I'll be walking that. No, no. I, you and oh, I 10-meter <laughs> work with me here, Bach. Oh, he just got it. 10-meter <laughs> dash, Bach. I know, Doug. I'm a little slow all the time, even more so this morning. That's why I want to race you. That's a good point. Just 10 meters, though.
1: So, uh, man, oh, man, I uh, woke up this morning, turned TV on. Holy cow. What the heck happened last night in Dallas?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I Yeah, that's not very happy. Not very good news, is it? What the hell's this world coming to? Well... You know, uh, it seems like things are kind of, uh, seems like people are getting more upset rather than less upset, unfortunately. And I think, you know, I don't know what the answer is, Doug. I think if there was a simple answer, we would all know it by now. It, I don't know what the answer is. It's just crazy. Uh, for those of you that don't know, just turn
1: on your TV, turn your phone on. And you'll see that there were officers killed last night, downtown Dallas, our thoughts and prayers go out to their families. And, uh, Anyone listening, you know, yeah, you say, you know, there's no real resolution to this craziness going on. Let's all try to do something nice for someone we don't know today, whether you're just passing by and you can afford to buy them their lunch, buy them a coffee this morning, grab them a shake later on. Let's all try to do something nice today, brighten up someone else's day. I think if everyone did that on a daily basis or weekly basis, this world would be a much better place to live in. So let's all do our part today. Jeff, I I will. You got it? Random acts of kindness, Doug. Mike, you're on it. All right. There's three of us. So everyone out there, let's uh, let's make this place a little better world to live in. Not just for us, but our kids too, you know? Jeez. Um, Let's switch gears here. Sean Livingston, back in Peoria. He's got his golf outing, I think, tomorrow out at Weaver Ridge. So uh, from what I know. I think there's still a few spots open playing that. If you want to play, just go to Sean Livingston's foundation page. Uh, they'll be able to set you up. I think you can get a photo. You can just go for dinner as well. Get a picture with the NBA uh, champion from 2014, 15 season, uh, runner up this year. Kevin Durant going to Golden State. That's awesome. I mean, I'm a fan of Golden State, Jeff. We're, we're going to get to our topic here in a little bit, but uh, Golden State, you watch them at all in the finals? I mean.
0: Oh, sure. Doug, uh, I, the NBA and the NHL are kind of the same for me. I don't really start paying attention to the playoffs, but, uh, playoff basketball is very exciting. And I mean, the only thing I will say is, and I'm stealing this from a million other people is that it's a little disappointing because that, uh, Western conference final series was so fun. You know, it looked like maybe the start of kind of like a, a little rivalry, but, um, I mean, from a a standpoint of it's going to make the NBA a lot more interesting, there's no doubt about that.
1: I think, you know, some people, there's mixed emotions out in OKC about him leaving. I didn't realize how long he was there, 13 or 14 years. Um, You know, he said selfishly he had to decide to leave. I think it might be a good move for him. I mean, if him and Westbrook have yet to get the deal done, I don't see it happening next year. Why would next year be any different than the previous year? So, I can't fault the guy for wanting to go get a ring. I mean that's what everyone's in the NBA playing for. My Cubs, you a Cub fan? No, but my wife is. <laughs> okay. Well, um, uh, my brother was at the ball game yesterday. I turned the game on last night. I saw the Cubs came back in like the eighth up three two or something. Then this morning they lost four three. I have no uh. clue how it happened. All I know is uh Cubs lost another one. They need to get their roster back up and healthy. Uh Looked like Hamill pulled something yesterday. He had to go out early. So, boy, uh, all-star break couldn't come at a better time, get some of these guys rested up. Although I did see something on Facebook. It showed the AL versus the Cubs in the uh, all-star game.
0: Oh, well, that's that's about right, huh? The whole infield starting for the Cubs and then maybe one of the outfielders, right? Yeah, and the water boy. Oh. <laughs> and the water boy got on that roster. Uh, let's, let's, let's
1: talk about something meaningful. Let's do that. Let's talk about power of... Attorney. Yep. In wills. Let's do that. Um, I've I've gone through you. You've uh, revised uh, my wife and I our will. Help gave me a great peace of mind. I had one in place, but things change. So um, let's talk about wills. One, extremely affordable. Why would you not go get some legal documentation to protect all your assets that you're working your. Assets off four. Well played. Huh? Well <laughs> played. I mean, it's Friday. I'm on a full pot of coffee, and it's 9:40. Um. So, how many people, Jeff, do you have come into your office, uh, well established here in Peoria, without wills to protect uh, their belongings and make sure that you know? For me, with the kids, I want to make sure I have the right people taking care of them if uh, I were to pass and my wife. So, uh, let's let's dive into this a little bit. So. What's the easiest way? One, just give you a call at your
0: office. Sure, Um, sure. I mean, usually it takes uh, two appointments. And I think a lot of times what happens is, you know, you get, um, get to be, you know, a certain age and then... You know, maybe uh, you don't have a whole lot, and you think to yourself, you know, why am I, Why do I need a will? Because I don't have, you know, anything to pass on um, when you're young. And then what happens is you get married, and maybe you have a child, and you start to become a little bit more successful, and you start to have those things. And then what happens is you don't necessarily have time to get in there because, you know, you're you're busy with with wife, family, uh, and uh, job. And then you know it just kind of slips under the radar, and once uh, once that happens, you really do have to make a point to come in and uh, get that done. And it's it's really not that long. It's probably about two half-hour appointments. Just one of the first one, we talk to you, uh, find out you know where do you want everything to go. Uh, as you alluded to earlier, if you have minor children, who would you like to be the guardian of those minor children if both you and the spouse were to pass? And then... Uh, that's really pretty simple. A lot of people think you're going to need a whole list of assets. I need to know exactly you know, the, the serial numbers on my, my grandma's china or something like that. It's really not like that at all. For most people, it's I want to leave everything to spouse. If spouse isn't, uh, doesn't survive me, I want to leave everything to my children. Uh, and then that's really all there is to it. So we don't necessarily name individual assets in there, although we could. We just say everything under the sun to spouse. If, if, and then if spouse isn't there, everything to children. One, I didn't know there were serial numbers on fine china. That well, that's obvious. Now like, I know. I've, I've been to your house. I've seen the china. There aren't serial numbers on this. <laughs> yeah, I, uh,
1: never mind. And then you say busy. Yeah, uh, you made the process real simple, though. I spoke to you over the phone. You obtained some information. I think you sent me an email or or whatnot. I answered a few questions and literally was in your office. You toured me around the office. I tried to ride that unicycle in the conference room. Sorry about that. Hope you're fully insured. And then, uh, I mean, I was out the door, like you say, like 10, 15 minutes. You already had most of the info and it was a painless process. And it's one when I got home, that type of stuff excites me to know that I got things in order. So, I mean, we, don't, we all don't have that book saying when we're going to expire, right? Uh, so uh, take a few moments, reach out to Jeff Bach, Bach Attorney at Law. He's our go-to professional on daily energy this morning. Get your will and uh, assets in line. Uh,
0: what's fee for that, uh, Jeff? Do you mind me asking? Not at all, Doug. Uh, for uh, two wills and... Um... Uh, four powers of attorney because each person gets a will and then a power of attorney for health care and a power of attorney for financial matters. The whole uh, fee for that is $300. Flat fee, two appointments, you're out in there, out of there, you review the documents, call me with any changes, corrections, questions, and then we have you come in, you sign them, not a big deal. So
1: uh, some of you out there listening, I'm sure you're shaking your head thinking it was going to be thousands of dollars, 300 bucks. Go get your things in order. See my buddy Jeff Bach down at Bach, uh, attorney at law. So uh, what are some uh, things, you know, in the will? um, I know that we're able to dictate who would take care of the children. Let's say someone expires and they don't have a will in place. What happens then? So let's scare the pants off the people and tell them what will happen with all their hard-earned money and investments.
0: That well, that's what I tell everybody is that if, even if you don't have an estate plan, the state of Illinois has an estate plan for you. The fancy word for that is is intestate. You died without a will. All right. So testate means you died with a will. Intestate means you died without a will. So uh, the law of the state of Illinois then uh, tells you know tells you what is going to happen to your assets typically speaking if it's a first marriage and there's kids everything goes to spouse uh, if if the uh, spouse is gone everything goes to kids so a lot of times it's it's kind of instinctively what most of us want to happen um, but you know obviously the issue there is that you can't um, you know uh, designate a guardian for your children the person you would want to take care of them if something happened to you and your spouse. Uh, and then the other thing is if, if there, if you want any nuance with it, uh, then that also isn't there. So, you know, if it's important to you that, uh, your niece gets your, your grandmother's ring because she's the last surviving female, of the family, and that's always been handed down or something. Uh, that can't be dealt with unless you have a will. And then the other big one, of course, is that uh, if you don't have a will and your kids are under 18, they don't get the property. Children under 18 can't own things. So, you know, when your son tries to talk back to you about, you know, the Xbox or something like that, you can remind him that he doesn't own it, even though his allowance paid for it, because children under 18 can't own property. So it goes into what, like a quasi-trust, it's a guardianship. Um, And then, but when they turn 18, it's all theirs. And that's, that's really the issue. I don't know about you, Doug, when I was 18, I I didn't make good financial decisions, so it's really important to have something in place if the children do end up with that money. And what we do then in in the will is have a trust, and the trust is very simple. It allows the trustee to make uh, withdrawals uh, for education. Um, uh, health reasons and uh, maintenance and the the first two are easy education you know if your child gets into college there's no money to pay for it that's where the trust comes in if it's uh, you know there's a medical emergency and there's a copay or something trust can step in with that and then finally the idea of maintenance is you know uh, we the person who raises our or the person who's designated guardian may not be able to provide the same lifestyle that we were if we were alive so the the idea of maintenance is we want to be able to provide the children the same lifestyle they were accustomed them to before you know the the parents passed on and uh, maintenance allows that to happen. And again, the the advantage of a trust, you know, because then some people will say, well, why don't I just leave all my money to, you know, my sister, who I'm also going to have guardian, and that's fine, you know. But that's a that's in in this case, without making a terrible pun, that really is a trust arrangement, as in you're trusting that person to do the right thing, versus a legal trust. You know, that um, that gives you some uh, options in court. You can ask for an accounting. You know, you can say, trustee, what have you done with all this money? Versus if you leave it outright to your sister. At that point, it's really up to your sister. You know, if your sister ends up with tax problems or something like that, and the money goes to that, I mean, there's really no recourse for that. Versus having it in a trust, then you can ask, you know, somebody to step in and help you.
1: Obviously, anyone that you list to help take care of your children, you do trust. But the thing I like is I know there will be money there for their college program. There will be a little extra money for them to maybe uh, purchase a home or put a down payment on, start their lives. It's just peace of mind. Let's talk. So Prince, you know, the famous singer, sure. uh, passes away. How does that guy not have a will to protect all his assets? Now you got family members. There was a guy in jail claiming he was uh, Prince's son. Well, that came back negative for that alleged son. Um, so there's just, I mean, it's out there. People see it. It gets ugly. People are fighting over the money and the assets. This just helps take all that ugliness out. Um uh, paves that road. Everything is uh, up front and center for everyone going into it. So how does Prince not have a will?
0: Doug, that is, boy, if I had the answer to that question, I think I'd probably be out in Vegas gambling or doing something more with my, you know, my massive knowledge. I think the short answer is, uh, you know, you just don't, first of all, nobody, you know, nobody, as you put it the uh, um, a few minutes ago, no, we don't have a book. We don't know when we're going to pass on. And I don't think anybody expects to pass on, you know, young. I mean, I, I think when you're 80, you probably have some understanding that, you know, relatively soon something might happen. But when you're 35, 40, 50, you don't think, you know, it could happen to me. I mean, that's just human nature. Um, so I, I think it's probably just a lack of, of planning. And, you know, the other thing is if you don't if to you it doesn't really matter where the money goes, I, I, you know, what's your incentive to get in there? You know, obviously, when you have um, a spouse and when you have kids, you know, it's very important to you that the money goes to them and that the money goes to them in a, a way that it, um, you know, where they, they're protected by it, right? Yeah. Or are protected from it. When, you know, if, if you really, doesn't matter how much money you have, if you don't have somebody you really care enough to leave it to, I, you know, you probably, th- I imagine you think to yourself, it's not my problem when I'm gone. That's a good point. But I, I mean, as you know, Doug, I don't have Prince's money, so I really have no way of, of knowing. You just have his wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> and his height, <Jeff>, right? <laughs> Jeff, Jeff is in a full purple
1: velvet outfit right now, <laughs> matching shoes, blinged out. How long did it take you to put them rhinestones on there? Oh, Doug, the, that uh, bedazzled that I got for Christmas <laughs> last year really came in hand. Uh, if you got any leftover pieces, let me know. Um, my daughter stole some of mine. So... Uh, uh, You and I, we pass quite frequently, you know, to switch gears here. Let's talk health and wellness. I see you out biking. Uh, I mean, dude, you were flying by me the other day. Your whiskers were uh, flowing in the wind. Your hair was uh, coming through your helmet there. I mean, you were just styling and
0: profiling out there. What's going on? We, you know, we both, I noticed we both did the same thing where it was like, you know, friendly pass. And then wait. Is that? Oh, oh pinner, and they oh, Bach. Uh, but anyway, um, no, I didn't yell back. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, I don't. Well, we can't repeat that on a family show. But uh, what was the question, Doug? How are you doing on your biking? Oh, like, doing... why, why
1: do you bike? Um, How'd
0: you get into it? Uh, that's a great. That's a great question, Doug. And thanks for the the nice setup there. Uh, I used to live uh, not close to the Rock Island Trail, and then my wife and I bought a house about a year ago uh, by the trail. And one of those, I never thought I, I would use it, but I had this uh, bike in my garage that my dad gave me probably five years ago. I'd ridden maybe twice, so I started taking it out on the trail just to see if I would like it. And you know, it, it was one of those where it really motivated me to to exercise. Um, because part of, I don't know, I feel like part of the problem is, you know, you waste time driving to the gym, driving back, you know, you waste time when you get there, getting warmed up and all this other stuff. I mean, if you just get on your bike outside your house, you know, you've started your exercise right away. And that way, you know, you can, uh, get more, you know, it's more efficient. Um, and it's pretty relaxing. I mean, that trail is, as you know, is, is a real gym. I mean, you get to ride through the woods. It's very, you know, very nice, very relaxing. I mean, I like to bike. Uh,
1: I bike about two, three days a week, anywhere from 10 to 20 miles. And then I'll run two days a week, anywhere from three to five miles. Uh, That trail that Peoria has done, connected all the way downtown here. It's just fantastic. I see when I was out on the 4th of July, uh, I was riding for about an hour. I bet I saw 20 people that are members of Anytime Fitness Peoria. It's just good. Like you say. Uh, you don't have to join a gym to go get the blood flowing. Just hop out uh, on your bike, take a ride on the trail. These people that ride on the road, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, One is a friend of mine. He doesn't understand how he got ran off the road and broke his arm, but probably shouldn't be biking on Route 40, and you got semis, things of that nature. But anyway, so, uh, I mean, dude, you were really blazing with them. uh, With the, uh, what do you call those? Oh, training wheels on the side? I mean, I think I saw Sparks. You were really... That was eye catching.
0: It was, I mean, I was popping wheelies, you know, I was doing tricks, I was back on my pegs, you know, I was doing flips. I, I mean, thought it I was, saw a bunny hop. It was wild. And uh, it was wild.
1: those flowing things off the handlebars.
0: Oh. Well, the, you know, Doug, the, the way you knew it was me is because I had those baseball cards in the spokes, you know, that 1952 Mickey Mantle card or whatever it was, you know, yeah. making that sweet motorcycle noise. So cool. Yeah. I know it's what you were thinking. Well, <clears throat> well. Anyways, no, but Doug, I, I, I will say, you know, I'm with you on the the trail or with the road riding, but, you know, I found actually um, it, that there's, if you're on blacktop, like, you know, if you go out maybe past uh, Dunlap to Princeville, mm-hmm. there's some pretty, uh, you know, secluded roads where you never see any cars and that's kind of fun. But I'm with you on the on the busy roads. I tried to, tried to ride up to uh, Grand Prairie one time from my house and it was a very, very not fun experience. I mean... Well, I, swear, I
1: only swerved at you twice. Well, One when minutes.
0: I passed you and then second
1: time coming back. The the I with you then Hit the UE <laughs> and then, oh no. <laughs> uh, so Jeff Bach, Bach, attorney at law, downtown uh, office here. He's joining us in the studio. We're talking about power of attorney. Well, we're about to touch on power of attorney. We just spoke about wills. It's about 300 bucks just to come in and visit with jeff he's going to get your will set up for you he will give you a peace of mind so that way your finances your children all of your estates will be in order Uh, again we don't have that book telling us when we're going to pass on but uh it'll it's a peace of mind if nothing else uh so let's talk power of attorney what is i mean power of attorney what is this just an ego thing
0: for you or yeah you're very powerful
1: What, What is
0: a power of attorney? That, I mean, that is the first thing that, you know, it's one of my favorite jokes when people come in. That joke you just stole from me there, but that's okay. I'll have to think of a different one. It's probably about time for new material since I've been using the same one for eight years. Um, the power of attorney, so there's a little bit of confusion. Some people think, you know, if I have a will, it's the same as a power of attorney. Some people think if I have a power of attorney, they can designate where my assets go. Power of attorney controls until you take your last breath. You know, if you're incapacitated for some reason, uh, the power of attorney, again, there's two kinds, financial and healthcare, care. And uh, each one uh, allows you to make decisions for somebody in a different realm, obviously. The healthcare power of attorney uh, is, is pretty straightforward. You know, if you have a, um, a decision that needs to be made about somebody, then they're not able to help you make it, then that person who's got the power of attorney can say, you know, either sustain, continue giving life, sustaining treatment, try whatever treatment you can, you know, this thing that might be experimental that maybe doesn't have a good shot at working. You know, I know, I know he or she would want that, or I know he or she wouldn't want that. Um, and that's, you know, the power of attorney, uh, for healthcare really, it it also has a living will built in, you know, I think what's that been probably 10 or 15 years with, you know, that person down in Florida, there was a big hubbub about whether we're, okay. I recall that. Right. And and so since then, everyone's kind of been more cognizant of that, you know, what, what, what do I want to happen? Right. Um, and on the the power of attorney form, there's three choices. You can either choose to have your agent make the decision as to whether life sustaining treatment is continued, have your physician make that decision as to whether life sustaining uh, life sustaining treatment is, is continued, or uh, designate say that I always want life sustaining treatment to be uh, continued. Uh, you know, no matter what. Don't ask the agent. Don't ask the physician. Uh, and that's really the healthcare one. The financial one is you know, for, uh, people who have joint accounts, you know, in a married couple situation, if you have all your finances integrated, you know, if you have a joint account, it's probably not going to be that much help. But, you know, in the worst case scenario where someone was incapacitated and then, you know, it made sense to sell the two story house and move to a ranch or made sense to sell that, you know, cute little sports car you got and get a nice, you know, van, you know, whatever you would need to, um, to help that person around the, um, Um, financial power of attorney allows somebody to do that because as we know on a joint account you would need two signatures to be able to sell something you know that kind of thing Um, but uh, realistically uh, you know, what it's trying to prevent is somebody having to go get a guardianship. If someone's incapacitated and you need to be able to make healthcare and financial decisions for them, you know, I, I mean, and it doesn't even have to be like a where, um, you know, what is and what what treatment to administer. It could be, you know, now that person has reached maximum recovery and unfortunately it's not as good a recovery as we want. Where do we, where do we put him or her? You know, is it going to be a nursing home? Is it going to be an assisted living facility? Is it going to be in somebody's home with home healthcare? So That's what. uh, That's another thing. The power of attorney for healthcare can help with. Uh, For most people, uh, especially married couples, a uh, guardianship is not very difficult to obtain, but it might take you know sixty to ninety days, uh, and might cost you know two thousand dollars or something. Versus you know having these powers of attorney, which as we discussed earlier, come with the will, all for three hundred dollars. You know, for a married couple, it's really just another type of insurance. As we know, as we get older, you know, we need to insure everything because we never know what's going to happen. This is just another way of ensuring that, you know, if I something just, bad does happen. I just bought insurance for my insurance. That <laughs> I'm,
1: telling you, I'm telling you, it's a pot of coffee. Um, how many people are have a plan in place and how many people are reactive? What I mean is, you know, I came down, we, we did our stuff through you, um, but how many people do you come across that... reacting to the situation because there's not a plan in place and they have to spend that extra money
0: where you know it it can be preventable and you know what i'm saying there absolutely um we do uh you know we we have a very strong connection with the uh, firefighters union and one of our benefits that we offer them is free wills and powers of attorney and that's awesome well we you know we uh we're very grateful that they uh, have put their trust in us. And obviously we want to do whatever we can to help them uh, as first responders. And just as uh, you know, people that are working out there working hard for us every day, what seems to motivate them and what seems to motivate some other people is maybe a vacation. You know, they know they're going to go the first time, you know, you go to Mexico without the kids and you think, What, you know, what if something happens, you know, on the plane or down in Mexico, you want to make sure it's protected. So the short answer is a lot of times it is reactive, but sometimes, you know, certain triggers motivate people. And again, vacation seems to be one of them. Um, Maybe seeing something happen to a friend is another one that that gets people in the office a lot. You know, I don't want this to happen to me, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bach,
1: Bach attorney at law, uh, downtown office here. Give him a call. Power of attorney, wills, exciting stuff here this morning. It, it was a little, you know, um, I don't want to say grim, but you got to have a plan in place, in, in my opinion. If you're out there working, you got kids and you got a spouse, you know, if if not for yourself, make sure you're doing it for them. Uh, so that way, God forbid, if I'm in the dirt tomorrow, I I know that they're uh, taken care of for the rest of their lives. So. Let's switch gears a little bit, uh, Jeff. Not only do you bike, but you're also an avid golfer. And That's I know great. this because I am your uh, teaching professional. And we played in an event for uh, the Family House of Peoria. Uh,
0: how,
1: how would you say you performed? Doug, I took some notes that day.
0: You know, better than uh, better than I do a lot of the time, Doug, which I think says almost everything you probably need to know, as a matter of fact. As a matter of fact, Um I thought you played great that day. However, the
1: beverage cart girl, I mean, she came out of nowhere there, parked. <laughs> well, Jeff, all right, I'll paint a quick picture. The cart girl is sitting out about 300 yards off the tee. 350-ish, uh, yeah. The, yeah, maybe 400 up by the green there. And on the right side, and Jeff goes, man, she's right in my wheelhouse. We're like, come on, let's go. And he hit it, and it went, I like how you curved it right around the cart. Very professional um, movement to the ball there.
0: Well, I liked that she taunted us. You know, it was basically like, I've been hit before, and that's the best you got? You can bounce it into me? I mean, this is it? I you didn't know. even stop to listen to that conversation. Oh, yeah. I thought she was going to pumble you. Uh, She, well, she originally, you know, she was winding up and I said, sorry. And then she said, oh, no, I was just messing with you. You know, usually people hit the card, but, you know, those noodle arms aren't going to get it there. And I looked down, I was like, well, that's fair. Power of attorney. Yeah, that's what I needed. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) That's what she needed too, right? That was a great day. I had a lot of fun golfing with you. It was a perfect day. uh, Great outing. Um, You know, our friend Jason at uh, Chick-fil-A provided the meal and that was outstanding. I mean, it was just a a great time for a great organization. I thank you so much for inviting me to play in it. Yeah, of course, man. Thanks for taking time
1: out of your day. Talking about our buddy Jason, he, uh, Chick-fil-A is actually doing lunch for the Front Nine Foundation Golf Outing July 22nd, Metamora Fields uh, for the Front Nine Foundation that I founded. This is our 10-year anniversary. It's going to be awesome. Lunch, golf, dinner, live music. Cub card tickets, Walter Payton uh, memorabilia that's autographed, all sorts of good things. If you want to join us, check us out on Facebook, Front Nine Foundation. Uh, Our buddy, Jeff Bach, go-to professional, Bach Law Offices. Jeff, appreciate your time this morning. I'll see you out on the trail sooner and later. Maybe we could do that low wave like the Harley
0: riders do (laughs) next time I see you out there that work we'll work on it
1: you're just looking at me like get me off the air
0: (laughs) all right buddy (laughs) doug thank you so much for having me a
1: great time thanks jeff have a great weekend everyone this is doug pinner with daily energy
0: Purialife.com.